Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Show, hanging out in the Kia studios on this Thursday evening with you. 404-726-0929. That's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part uh, of the show. Braves are underway right now. U.S. Open is kind of wrapping up here, and uh, one of the great mystery courses, I guess, uh, you know, in uh, in the city of Los Angeles, where it's really not visible uh, anywhere on the streets or anything like that. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. He is our guy in the know. He uh, oversees golf bet for the PGA Tour. Will Gray joining us, and uh, you can follow Will on his personal Twitter page at Will Gray Golf Bet. Will, as always, man, appreciate the time. Thank you so much. And listen, clear up the mystery about what this course is because it is the secretive course, I guess, that um, that they're playing at the Los Angeles County, or Los Angeles Country Club. Yeah, John, good to be with you as always for these big events. I mean, it's next to the Playboy Mansion, right? So it's, it's right. kind of sticking out. It's sticking out there. Not that hard to find out in La La Land, but uh, it's been interesting to see. You know, I, I enjoy these these tournaments. We've had a few of them. At the U.S. Open in recent years, we get to see a new course. And this is one that, yes, they had the, the Pac-12 championships there about 10 years ago. And, yes, they had a Walker Cup back in 2017. But this is really the first time that these pros are, are able to get their hands on this course. And so far, the scores are certainly much lower than we expected. But I think that that could change by the time we get to the weekend. So help me understand, Do can I mean, because this is an ultra-private club. Can guys who are going to play in this event play this course at, you know, at any time or only the week leading in? Or, I mean, help me understand about what exposure the guys in this tournament would have had to this course. Uh, I mean, a lot of it depends on, on when you qualify, right? So mm-hmm. with the U.S. Open, they do the, the sectional qualifying where half of the field only qualify for this tournament on June 5th. So they've only known they've been in the field for a handful of days. So they, their practice would have had to happen afterwards. If you're someone like Rory McIlroy or Scotty Scheffler, that you're always in the majors, I'm sure, you know, if your agent talks to the head pro and if you want to come by on March 10th, they can probably sneak you in on the tee sheet. So a lot of it, as, as with many things in, in golf and in life, it depends on who you are and who you know. So uh, if you're in the field the entire year, you can probably get in. But a lot of these guys didn't know they had qualified until about a week and a half ago. So, Will, um, you know, with this, we saw Ricky Fowler. Um, I think he had the lowest round ever in U.S. Open history. You know, it, it doesn't feel like where we're looking at the scores of this thing with, you know, Fowler at 8-under, Shoffley at 8-under, uh, uh, Harmon at 5-under. This doesn't feel like a typical type of U.S. Open where 
you know, again, guys have probably I, – I, I'm guessing probably guys have won the U.S. Open at eight under. Oh, for sure. I mean, guys have won the U.S. Open at, at even par before as well. So I, I think that, you know, as folks were getting to the course this morning and it was a, there was a little bit of drizzle in the air and kind of the June gloom that, that the, you know, the West Coast is known for, once that settled in and, and the conditions were going to be just a little bit softer than they expected, you figured the low scores were on the horizon. The rest of the forecast for the rest of the week seems pretty good. So I absolutely think that if you were going to get it, you had to get it today because it's going to get more difficult tomorrow. And certainly by the weekend, it's going to firm up and get much faster. So this could be something where, you know, eight under leads on Thursday and six under leads on Friday and four under ends up winning this golf tournament. But at the same time, there is this element of the unknown course. The, the USGA, when they're setting it up, they're not sure exactly how they want to how they want to go with it. And, and it's shades of Aaron Hills back when Brooks Kepka won in 2017, where the scores were just a lot lower than people thought they would be because they maybe went a little bit more conservative on how they set up the course early in the week. You know, Will, I, I know this is probably a ridiculous question, but, you know, when, you, when you're playing on these courses, you know, how much does air quality and things like that play into all of this? I mean, we know about – you know, kind of the, the, you know, the fog and the haze at times in L.A. and all that stuff. But, you know, does, does that factor into, you know, how you approach and play some of these courses in, in California? Maybe Bryson has an air quality index guy with him on the range. I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I think that the biggest, the biggest factor for golfers that they certainly take into account are, are twofold. One is altitude and, and the other is humidity because those are going to affect how far the ball is going to travel in the air. So, so those are definitely, you know, when you go up in Colorado and, and you're you're hitting the ball a lot further than you'd expect, or you know, when you're playing in in Florida or Texas when it's really hot, sometimes the ball, you know, that changes things. I don't know that the air quality is going to be something that they factor, but it is, you know, an element of of these guys. You know, on these cool mornings, the ball is going to go a lot uh, shorter than it is if they play in the afternoon when the you know the marine layer burns off and the sun is warm and the temperature is 80 degrees at, at tee off as opposed to maybe 60 or 65. So. Those are definitely some factors that guys are considering, and, and the thought is that hopefully it balances out across the end of the week that you know you have one early tee time, you have one late tee time, and then you sort out the rest over the weekend. Is there anything to read into this leaderboard where you know it's a very top-heavy American leaderboard? Like there's not very many international players. I mean, Rory's in fourth place, uh, Siwoo Kim and uh, Par uh, was it Barjan, uh, you know, tied for seventh. There's not very many foreign players in this. Is that just lack of exposure? Is there anything to read into this? I mean, you know, what what makes this tournament so far so top-heavy with Americans? Uh, I mean, I think, first of all, it's a numbers game. You've got a lot more Americans and a lot more Americans in the top 10, top 20, top 30 in the world rankings that then can play well. You know, Rory getting off to a strong start isn't a huge surprise. I think Victor Hovland from Norway was someone that a lot of people had circled uh, as a potential contender, and he was a little slow out of the gates, although he did rebound later in his round. So, you know, it, it helps when the numbers are on your side and you've got a lot more uh, potential uh, candidates who, who could really play well and get up on the leaderboard. But maybe there is something to be said for, especially early this morning, it was the California vibe, right? A lot of the guys that were from the West Coast that know how to play these greens and this, these types of grasses, and maybe they've seen the course, either like Scotty Scheffler has played this course in the Walker Cup six years, years ago, Max Homa was a very popular pick uh, early in the week because he shot a 61 at this course uh, for a course record back in 2013 when he was at Cal playing in the Pac-12 championship. So, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of course experience to go around, but the players that do know this course a little bit more than most are usually going to be the Americans. 
Will Gray joining us here on the WadeFord.com hotline as he uh, oversees golf bet for the PGA Tour. So give me a couple of names. I know you you do the betting thing and, and you get involved in that. couple of guys that are – that have big odds that could really make some noise over the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I think that Ricky Fowler was someone that was absolutely on the, on the short list. I mean, those odds have dwindled significantly uh, in the last 12 hours as he shot that 62 and it was quickly matched by, by Xander Shoffley. But it, it, it's funny when you have a dynamic like this, where you have two guys that are out and they're out so far ahead of the, of the pack that you think essentially that, that they're probably going to drift back a little bit. So I think anyone in there at, at even par or anything in red numbers, you're going to be in good shape, but you know that's that's kind of how we're we're engineered to think about a U.S. Open. Is anytime you're under par, you're probably doing okay. So I think some, that this is a chance to get uh, you know some of those guys. Like I said, Victor Hovland was someone that that started slowly, and his odds are certainly much higher right now than they were at the start of the tournament. So if you're there and, and you feel like you're one under, and oh my gosh, I'm I'm trailing by seven shots. There's a lot of golf still to play, and uh, I certainly think that the the winning score. There's a good chance the winning score is less than the eight under par mark that they're currently sitting at. Do you think with uh, without a Tiger Woods in a tournament like this that the uniqueness of the course, and it's a course that we never see and things like that, do you think that that can drive some TV numbers? Do you think that TV numbers can can maybe not approach Tiger kinds of levels, but you know certainly you know the, the, I guess, unique factor about this course, can that be something that drives TV numbers? I think that the unique factor of a course in Los Angeles will drive TV numbers more than the unique factor of a course in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I think that right. there's a big, a big piece of this is just the primetime viewing and the fact that for an East Coast audience, you're going to be playing until 11 o'clock p.m. You know, the next three days, the Saturday night, third round, the, the leaders are going to tee off at probably 5 o'clock Eastern. So, uh, you know, anytime you have a chance, especially with the sports calendar, being at a little bit of a low point, you've already got the Stanley Cup Finals wrapped up, the NBA Finals wrapped up. This is going to take center stage this week, uh, and you're going to have an opportunity for some some primetime viewing hours, which as a, as a fan, I think that's great. And certainly from a, a television executive side, that's probably good. And that's there's no coincidence that they continue to bounce back and forth when you look at these U.S. Open venues over the last five or six years. It goes New York, you know, West Coast, Boston, West Coast. They're trying to to capitalize on some of these big markets and the opportunity to have a primetime audience like this in the middle of the summer is one that they don't want to pass up too often. Okay, well, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you some of the, the things that have gone on since we've last chatted. Um, obviously, as the PGA and Liv and everybody's you know coming together in some kumbaya kinds of moments, I think one of the things that I was most fascinated by is Jay Monahan talking about and kind of admitting about how contentious these meetings were when he met with players and talked through it that, I mean, he talked about it being heated and, you know, wasn't, you know, warm and fuzzy that, you know, again, I, I, I guess I didn't expect that from the commissioner to kind of be that brutally honest about, you know, the reaction from players that, you know, it would have been a more kind of positive spin on everything, but I'll give him credit. I mean, he was brutally honest about what was really going on and that it was, very contentious when they met with these guys about forming all of this together. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, that, you know, he was certainly being as transparent as he could in the moment. I think mm -hmm. there were, there were definitely some contentious moments and some contentious thoughts. You know, I think that right now the issue is whether you're, you know, a, a PGA tour player or a PGA tour employee or just a golf fan, you got more questions than answers about what this whole thing's going to look like. And it's going to take not only weeks, but several months for this to, 
to kind of come to fruition for people to understand the, the, the specifics behind the framework that was announced last week. And then, you know, you've got to have uh, it's going to be voted by the policy board on the on the PGA Tour side. It's probably going to have to get passed by the Department of Justice on the federal side. So uh, there are more hoops and obstacles to this thing than I care to count. Uh, and so right now, uh, I, I love the fact that we have a chance to put the focus back on the golf and have a great tournament this week uh, at LACC. But you're right. I mean, I, I think that a lot of people were caught off guard, and, and I think that that's understandable then to kind of react in that way when you have such monumental news. I mean, that was a that was a where were you moment in the world of golf, no matter where you you know where you stand in the game, and and from there we're gonna have to see how those pieces come together. Is the best thing for the sport the best thing for the sport? Is it for Liv to go away as quickly as possible and get some kind of resolution to what's going to be the future of golf? Because that's, I mean, look, it is a dividing line in the sand for some people. And obviously, you know, there are all kinds of rulings about, okay, if you if you were offered this money, you can get the. I mean, there's a lot of things I know that they're trying to work out with all of this, but is the best thing for the health of the sport of golf to finally just get the live tournament behind us in the rearview mirror and start focusing on whatever the PGA tour is going to become? Yeah. I mean, I think regardless of, of which side you're on in this discussion or battle or however you want to frame it, the, the best end result is to have the, the best players in the world playing together more than four times a year. Right. Uh, I, I think that the fractured landscape over the last year and a half or two years has been difficult. And it's been one that it's, it's, the biggest losses for the, the fan and the viewer, right? Because now all of a sudden you don't know where you're, where to turn or which tournament to watch, or maybe, you, you know, the field is, has 70% or 80% of the guys that you're used to. And, and so I, I think that that's why it's an opportunity to celebrate these weeks, like the U S open and these majors where, yes, you have, you know, Bryson and DJ and Phil and Kepka alongside all of the PJ tour guys. But I think that that long-term the, the best end result for players, for, tournament organizers, for fans, whatever, is to have all of those guys playing the same schedule week in and week out. Well, listen, at the end of the day, Will, all I hope is that you get some of that live money. I hope you get some of that Saudi money because you always do a great job with us here, and we always appreciate it. You can check him out. Uh, He is uh, overseeing Golf Bet uh, for the PGA Tour. He's on Twitter at WillGrayGolfBet, and he joined me here on the WaitFor.com hotline. Will, as always, man, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks so much for the time uh, tonight, and we always look forward to chatting with you. Oh, good, John. Thanks. Good to be with you, as always. You got it. So, yeah, I, look, it's uh, – and I, I tried to kind of softball a little bit because he does work for the PGA Tour, you know, and, I mean, I don't know how much and how deep he wanted to get into it. I mean, you know, again, if he was with, you know, Golf Channel and, you know, you know the uh, NBC Sports Bet – might have been a little different story, but I mean, he works for the PGA Tour now because he's overseeing golf bets. So I always appreciate Will's time, and he's always given great insight and, uh, and knowledge into everything. All right, coming back for the top of the hour, it will be the Falcons' flyover. David Onyemata talks about this defense, plus PFF's wide receiver core rankings. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio, 92 on the game, the app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.